0: Hello, Dragon Tamers, and welcome to Enter the Dragoner's Den, ranked number one on the Pokemon Go PvP podcast leaderboards. I am two-time regional competitor, Taco Dog, joined by the Sylph Faction's all-star, the legendary Professor Jet Force Gemini.
1: How's it going, Taco Dog 8?
0: It is doing fabulous. The the I would say the weather has gotten better, but as of this recording, it is now wet and rainy and depressing.
1: I would... <laughs> I would take some wet. It is. It's gone full windy over here.
0: Oh, I forgot to add the wind on my part too. I mean, we. I'd just throw the rain your way, you know. But you know, it was a good. It was a good weekend. Um, we had. We saw that our teammates did really, really well. Team did well. Fortunately, we lost, but it's okay because it's the playoffs and it's for placement.
1: Yeah, well, and I feel like historically when it's it's kind of been slumpy for us like it's it's been easier to say okay like these are the areas that we really need to focus on but i have kind of been in in, of the mind that everyone's still getting wins so like i was just like you know we we're just on the wrong side of the two ones and that's fine
0: yeah and when you look at it like I've been spending a lot, like, since I've been, you know, riding the bench most of the time, coming in when I'm needed, like this weekend. <laughs> I've been spending a lot more time, you know, starting to look at scouting, looking at, you know, the new team, which we, we talked about this, so I don't have to just blurt it out, but more info will be on that later. The, the team is pretty much filled out, and we're going to go into free agency, with not having to worry about trying to fill all of this, like all the holes from the, the people that are leaving. We want to wish them, those trainers the best of luck.
1: We don't We don't even have to grit our teeth or anything.
0: No, I, I feel a little bad, though, because like the two people that have already decided like they're going to go off on their own ventures. And we know Ryblet was one of them because wing attacks coming back in. And within about a week, both those positions were filled on Deanair's team. Now we just have to worry about the eleventh spot, which I don't know about you, but I'll I'll happily get that one filled up if it means building a full team.
1: Yeah, well and just having that extra flexibility, I, I really will restate kind of our sentiment on that. Like it's it's just nice. Like obviously it's more difficult if you end up not being able to fill out your your extra alternate slot, but I, I appreciate the flexibility, especially just like in being in a place, just to be able to respect everyone's time better.
0: Oh, absolutely! And like I kind of think about it, like we've got two open Great League specialists, which is awesome. We've got on a, on the roster at least we have three people that can play Ultra League. You know, two. <laughs> I used to
1: play Open Great League.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. You're you're you've been relegated or not relegated you've been promoted (laughs) (laughs) then we've got we've got three people that can play in the master league we've got six at the top for the time being six people that can play in the field and it's like where where do we add where do we add the 11th person and for those of you in the audience going but taco that doesn't equal 10 everybody uh, the field specialists are kind of ha- are their own thing, but everyone kind of jumps in on everything when they want to. So,
1: yeah. yeah, and and maybe that's that's just like the thing is just getting someone who who vibes well, and that is probably what I'll miss the most just from this iteration of the team is just it's, it's so chill, it's so
0: easy. <laughs> yeah,
1: it was it was easy going. But
0: I'm not gonna say the wins just kind of fell in our lap because we lost a lot, but. <laughs> But at the same time, it's like you know we lost, but it's like you know this is what we could have done better, and we all just improved together, and that that's kind of the sentiment of of the team that we're we're building, as well as the <clears throat> excuse me, as well as like the second team with the the amount of talent that we were able to pull in there. I don't want to be that team owner that says I really hope that the that the sister team doesn't kick our butts in the practice bout. I'm a little scared that might actually happen, though, which is uh,
1: scary. Uh, I, yeah, like especially just out the gate. I, I hope it's a good experience for everyone, either to get their hands just on that little bit of extra show six practice, but kind of with the the factions twist, especially if they're brand new to the format, and obviously they're they're all new to this iteration of their team and teammates so also just learning each other i feel like is worth it yeah learning
0: each other's strengths and weaknesses and kind of covering for it i think from the new players i think we've pulled in about five people that have never done factions before and so it's going to be a good a nice learning experience so we can beat up on them a little bit as they're learning like (laughs) how to communicate and how to do show six pick three well yeah
1: (laughs) that's i'm glad you brought that up too because it's I will say just to like flip the coin that it is nice though just to have a little bit livelier chat right in the in the team section just because like doubling up and I don't know it's just kind of it's obviously different still and it's its own thing but it's fun yeah
0: I'm excited. With that, however, we got to move on into Battle Frontier News. Niantic News kind of does their own thing. You know, there's there's a play <laughs> event at the end of the month and there's Community Day Classic. It's the sheep. If the sheep is your favorite Pokemon, awesome. I hope you have fun with it. Me personally, Dragon Pulse,
1: not the best move, this, especially on... <laughs> this, this must be the first one that, like, I legitimately take off. Like, I have played... I want to say most if not all of them just because i've happened to have time on those weekends or whatever but this one like i can specifically just kind of not even pay attention all right so what i'm
0: hearing is i have to buy the ticket for you so if you accidentally open the game <laughs> like you did to me on your classic
1: okay and you have to like your, your teeny's
0: yeah but i specifically told you hey i'm not going to play please don't send me anything and there I, I opened the phone like 10 minutes before community and here's a ticket from jet force gemini i'm like that son of a gun we have fun <laughs> but i do have some amazing news thanks to the great foul the great foul war of 1620 and Thursday being a day of remembrance for the Great Foul War to make sure that the turkeys never try to rise up against their human oppressors, and if they do, we will eat them more. The the final bout in the playoffs has been extended by a couple of days. I wanna say Wednesday the 29th is when the final bout will end, which will leave Greg and the rest of the team just a couple of days to finalize everything. The date has changed from the deadline to register for Cycle 2 has changed from December 30th to December 15th. Just because there was a multitude of, of teams that have signed up to where I really think that there's gonna be regions happening, and I'm very, very, very excited, but very, very concerned at the same time.
1: Yeah, it's all it's all happening fast, but I like it. While we're on the news section, I will say it'll it'll probably be one of those things again where We're recording this, and then tomorrow Niantic will actually drop some news about the next season coming up. But, man, we're getting close to it without knowing anything again. You, you, You would think I would, like, more used to it, but I think part of it is just kind of realizing, like, oh, right, like, there's going to be the people playing whatever regionals are this weekend on the same format, and then who knows how different it'll be after that.
0: You know, you also gave me a very good point that I need to bring up. So next week, December 2nd, when the episode gets released, there will not be an episode. We will be back to our regularly scheduled episodes on December the 9th. Which, December is already a not-that-fun week, month, because there are so many holidays and so many, like, traveling that the episodes might become a little sporadic until we pick it up in January and hit the ball, get the ball rolling there. So we appreciate y'all. I hope you have a wonderful time in the winter. Happy holidays and happy turkey genocide. I mean Thanksgiving day.
1: You're just saying all this so you'll get expectations down for all of like super fun episodes we have planned.
0: Yes, as well as <laughs> as well as I am working on something awesome that we are going to try to debut at the start of cycle 2. So that's right. like night that's like Niantic, Battle Frontier, and State of the Podcast news.
1: <laughs> da, 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 da.
0: Time for Battle Frontier. What
1: so happened first, this week?
0: So first and foremost, in the top 16, we want to give a special congratulations to Rock Paper Slark and Sky Dragons Gaming for solidifying their their placement into the Legendary tier. That's all I got for them. So now we go over the scores in week number three.
1: We well we we know they'll get there. Yeah. So, for
0: week number three in the top sixteen, Rock Paper Slark defeats the Cinderella Deoxys Alberta form, thirteen to eight. Sky Dragons Gaming continues their rampage, beating Electrum thirteen to eight. Chicago Stars upsets Muddy Water thirteen to eight. Evan Stonks upsets Apocalypse Team thirteen to seven. And no, that is not a typo. There was a two zero, which unfortunately meant that. Teams can only get 20 points there. Sharks and Wreck defeats Brave Nerds 10 to 11. EU Emperors defeats Northeast Battlers Utter Madness 14 to 7. Backstage Battlers defeats Hoosier Daddies 12 to 9, giving Backstage Battlers their first win of the playoffs. And finally, Homeslice Homies also gets their first victory of the playoffs, defeating Barktown Boomers 11 to 10. I really,
1: feel- I really had. Super high hopes for our friends on the Boomers and Who's Your Daddies after the pool stage. I'm more than slightly saddened to see them battling it out to, you know, get a win out of the playoffs.
0: I mean, at this point, they've solidified being in the lower end of champion tier.
1: Oh, no, they're in champion tier.
0: Oh, I mean, honestly, I feel like this point... There are three teams that are going to be on the 2 lost side of things that will be dis- dis- that will be decided by tiebreakers based on the amount of games won or points accumulated, which will rank people from like the best of the two, two, two lost teams. So, if you got blown out in the early weeks, it's going to come back to bite you in the butt. However, on
1: the plus, on the plus side, neither of them got blown out. Like it was, it was still close every week. So. I hope I hope they have enjoyed their taste of, you know, all the teams that they will be playing next cycle.
0: You're going to make friends. But honestly, Barktown Boomers being on the losing side of three straight 11 to 10s can relate.
1: (laughs) Yeah, know that feel.
0: (laughs) They're just like us for real, for real. But on a on a semi-serious note, you know, the teams in the top 16, they got there for a reason. They did their best. And they're going to be rewarded being in the top two tiers. Let's hope that the new blood at the end of cycle two doesn't kick them down a peg or two.
1: Alrighty. So, which team were we looking at? We 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 kind of went wishy washy. Ah. But I think we were talking about brave nerds. We shall do the brave nerds. Let's do because, the brave nerds because they they kind of got us started in all this, so we should uh, should give the give give them a spotlight again.
0: Let's do it. Okay. So. We have Brave Nerds versus Sharks and Wreck. Starting in the open Great League spot, we have Trainer Jordan. It's Trainer Jordan, not Trainer Phone Number. We have Trainer. Damn it, I did it again. Jordan brought Metacham, Clawdsire, Shadow Alolan Ninetales, Umbreon, Frostlass, and Lickitung.
1: And his Wireless brought Talonflame, Arctabax, Clefable, Umbreon, Lantern, and Metacham.
0: So right off the bat I do want to just shout out how awesome that Arctabax is. But I also have to now shut it down with the Alolan Ninetales. It had to be have it had to have been running charm. Like Metacham, Umbreon, Arctabax. It it just sets it up so nicely.
1: It didn't Yeah, it, it didn't really have many targets, right? Like the Frostlass, kind of, like I assume is its best matchup there. Like everything else is either just a poor matchup or too bulky. Like even I don't even think the clawed sire is very good. Like, well, doesn't clawed
0: sire get stone edge?
1: I need to look now. Yeah, it does. <laughs> okay, because you know
0: there there's the talon flame on Z's wireless side, and I'm not seeing anything that can hard beat or hard counter the the Talonflame other than Stone Edge Clodsire.
1: Okay. So just in, in defense of Arctabax, it, it does have a pretty good matchup into Clodsire.
0: Okay. Does it win? Yeah. Okay. Just barely?
1: Yeah, just just, just a little. Like <laughs> and and yeah, the the Stone Edge makes it stupid close, but but uh I feel like you probably still need Earthquake just for, like, Lantern, right? You maybe don't get away with running the two cheaper moves.
0: Yeah, Stone Edge Earthquake. Well, if we look at it, from the Lantern side, there's still Umbreon and Lickitung. And I'm saying the Umbreon from experience. Umbreon beats Lantern. You can't tell me otherwise.
1: <laughs> there's, I mean, there's there's so many of those that are just kind of a wash, right? That, like, e- like even, even stuff like the Medi lantern matchup is is not super clear.
0: <laughs> it, it's on it's on the little bit of the rougher side. But all in all, if I remember correctly, these trainers played to a one to one because there was an issue regarding regarding a no show. There I was
1: not said, I thought you said that was in the Barktown one.
0: That was there was a lot of no shows this week.
1: What are you people doing? <laughs> <laughs> or, or is that like the result of the kind of fifteen-minute rule starting to actually get enforced? Well, the
0: fifteen-minute rule has definitely been enforced at the start of the playoffs. I don't remember if I if we communicated that clearly. Uh, no, by the way, the, these trainers played to a two-two-two. There was something else regarding it. Okay. I promised I said I know I said I'd promise I wouldn't dive into the 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 what's the word? The dispute bin, but I didn't I I didn't say anything specifically. I just said there was a lot of no shows.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, before before we move on, I just I do want to say that Clefable looks super strong. Like I I get it. Um...
0: Clefable's got a really good look into the team with you know, be doing well against Metacham, Lolan Ninetales, Umbreon. I don't know how well it does against Lickitung, but I figured it loses that just because of the bulk.
1: Yeah, or at least it's unpleasant, right? So yeah, the the Lickitung Clodsire, but yeah, just to have act, like an actively good look into four Pokemon is is already a huge like up, right? Yeah. So that that is already kind of leaning towards okay, how do I <laughs> how do I deal with this thing?
0: Yeah. Alrighty, so congratulations go out to Ziz Wireless, showing that he he already won a regional this this season, right?
1: Yeah, I think that was one of the first ones.
0: Okay. Regional champion Ziz Wireless for showing why he is a force to be reckoned with in the Open Great League. With that, let's do... Oh wait, we didn't say the score. Oh yeah, we did. It was 2-1. With that, let's move on to the Open Ultra League, where we had Jimbo Spice, who brought Pelipper, Chrysalia, Shadow Gliscor, Parisian, Tapu Fini and Reggie Rock,
1: and we had Pokey bring Clefable, Gun Tank, Registeel, Shadow Poliwrath, Jellicent, and Shadow Gliscor.
0: Again, we see Clefable. Which yeah.
1: I, I'm a little relieved, though, to see Pokemon that just don't immediately give me flashbacks to Catch Cup. <laughs>
0: It's kind of interesting that we have a Regirock on one side and a Registeel on the other side. Either way, both teams were very well, very ready for it. But once again, I do want to shout out the Clefable on Pokegains' side with Meteor Mash and... Uh, what's the word? Meteor Mash and Moonblast because there's a Regirock and there's a Viridian that I know will not want to take those those moves.
1: Yeah, well, and just having a fairy into a team that has no steel type or poison type. <laughs> so there's there's just also not that immediate resistance either, which can go a long way. Gosh, yeah. And it's it's kind of
0: surprising that Jimbo Slice was able to take at least one point off of this one, two, considering it looked like he had such an uphill battle.
1: They did quite a good job. Just on team comp, countering that Shadow Polyrath though, like okay, sure, there's a Reggie Rock still, like, well, there's but... five things, yeah, <laughs> but the other five <laughs> are are all like, yeah, eating it alive, like not not even giving it room to breathe. So basically, one ineligible Pokemon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that ma- yeah, that makes that does make a lot of sense, but Polyrath. Is able to sort of fight back with you know ice punch on for the Gliscor and Virizion. He word sort of,
1: yeah, sort of, Uh, yeah. But overall, I think the Gelson looks a lot stronger. So at least there was a fallback water type, and we're we're seeing yet again Shadow Gliscor just so strong in Ultra this time. Yeah, it's that's well, and not just not just Shadow, but it feels like the majority have gone Shadow, but yeah, either, either variant of Blizz core has shown up on just about every team that we've talked about.
0: Yep, yeah, and I'll keep saying it. Shadows are dumb. <laughs> I'm not saying that because I lost <laughs> I lost my Aurora Cup matchup to a Shadow. Uh... But Shadows are dumb and stupid and they, they're a dumb mechanic and they deserve to get take 50% more damage and only do 10% more damage. Okay. I said what I said. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> all right, Taco. I'll t- all right, I'll take off my tinfoil hat or get off my soapbox. Master League time.
1: Your soapbox hat.
0: Yes, soapbox hat. That- that's about as good as a representation as this week is this week as is going. But it's a short week at work. La 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 la. Anyway, in the Open Master League, we had Skeptical Tracer with Dialga, Mega Slowbro, Primarina,
1: Zapdos, Genesect, and Therian Landorus. And Dale Toon Army brings Mega Aggron, Florgis, Gyarados, Giratina Altered, Therion Landorus, and Garchomp. Wow. Doesn't... Correct me if I'm wrong. Florgis gets
0: a grass move, right?
1: I, it has a couple, technically. It has Vine Whip that it can use, and then also Petal Blizzard. So just Vine Whip? I like... mean, vi- like Vine Whip barely counts as grass damage. <laughs> it's more like you could... Sub the grass charge move just as a coverage option otherwise it's just the triple fairy all the time that's fair but I feel like I've seen that more as a option to be a surprise nuke into especially kind of mud boy style stuff in ultra
0: but that's fair I'm, I'm mainly saying that because there's there's the primarina if it was running charm you do a lot of damage into the alter form Giratina and Garchomp. You resist, and you'll resist the Gyarados. Ge- you resist Gyarados, both Gyarados' attacks. Actually, all of them, because it, it gets bite, I think, too.
1: Yep.
0: And uh, in theory or on paper, this, the team looks very solid. But I'm wondering, how is it, uh, how is Skeptical Tracer able to get swept like that? Because I'm, legitimate, I lost, I'm <laughs> legitimately lost. Legitimately. At a loss for words.
1: Well, as, as far as Primarina specifically, it's it's in t- like such a tough spot because it still doesn't have Hydro Cannon because that's the game we're playing. Um, but at least Disarming Voice is slightly cheaper now, <laughs> so it's, it's it's not just like totally stuck. But yeah, um, it's not getting to charge me with any time fast and at least doesn't technically need to just because like you were saying that the charm is nice however it's it's not like it's tanking very much either like it's it's not a particularly high stat product just kind of compared to a lot of these pokemon which is kind of the drawback for the starters right it's just like their their stat total just is not on the same level so even even having that nice typing and being able to take advantage of the fact like oh yes i can just run this as as charm it it can't do everything <laughs>
0: yeah that's true and maybe it was so much as a one pokemon tried to do too much
1: and if if you want to flip it around like there's there's also just kind of the problem that is mega aggron right yeah because while the charm pre-marina would be fine into everything else like. That one would be actively bad, and then, just like, typing wise, you like okay. So do do you then just try to reserve your your mega Slowbro and Landorus for that? Like, does does that work? You can most certainly try. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, especially with Mega Agron having a boosting move, I feel, I feel like that thing is just kind of a culprit whenever it's it's on a 3 0 team. Like it just has that capacity to run away with matches.
0: Right. Well, alrighty then. I'm I'm still gonna be a little bit flabbergasted at the way that it's shaped up, but you know, we do also have to give a shout out to PokeGains and Skeptical Tracer. Both of these trainers are very talented. So I'm just more surprised than anything.
1: Yeah, well and, and like we've said, there's A high RPS factor to open master league just in general, so it it can just also be being on the on the wrong side of the of of the RPS.
0: Yeah, maybe Taco will fight in the master league one day. Maybe.
1: (laughs) I I do find now that I've gotten kind of like a decent dust bank, I just have that itch to to start filling out the master league roster that I've like had on the on the back burner for a while
0: yeah that definitely is something that i'm looking into but i have to build my my ultra league roster first
1: to to me it's 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 way more of an either or situation it's like i don't want to do both
0: <laughs> okay that's fair all right so aurora cup and my goodness i'm glad that there's only one more week of this it's, it's,
1: I, it's been a, it's been a meta. Did I say
0: that out loud? I, <laughs> I semi apologize for it. Whoever came up with that cup should be put into a trebuchet and fired out of it into the river.
1: Was it Greg?
0: <laughs> no, I know who it was. Actually, no, I'm gonna name it. Usually, we don't like to name and shame, but this we can make an exception. It was the Yasu cup. It was a Yasu in Battle Frontier. Go, <laughs> please.
1: So yeah, whether. Whether you want to praise or praise less, you you know who's to blame. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just hope that we never ever do something like this again. Or if we do do the Yasu Cup, we ban bl- we ban the Shadow Charmers. Anyway, all right, Aurora number one. We had Driftblim with a very interesting team of Double Primeape, Greedent, Shadow Ola, Nine Tails, and now the very interesting team complement has been taken away.
1: Cressalia, and Gligar. At first, I thought you said double Primape. I'm like, what? Oh, okay. <laughs>
0: yeah, they brought Mankey and Primape.
1: Amazing. <laughs> Kylosis brings Double Shadow Gligar, Whimsicott, Lantern, Figaroth, and Crustle.
0: Okay, I like that Crustle bring. Unfortunately, it doesn't look like it's all out of play here with Double, Primape, Alolan Ninetales, and... Oh, actually, no, I'm not sure on the Gligar matchup
1: the glygar is the one that you're pausing on to me to me it's it's like the first thing that we've seen that actually gives the Alola nine tails trouble and not just because it has a bunch of bulk
0: well i know that but like what i was mainly saying was i was spotlighting double and prime Ape whose fighting fast moves can give it a lot of trouble and i gotta look at the other players team there's not a lot of there's not really a good wild charge target so you could run payback on it and watch it go burr but just with i think what rock blast and x scissor and if you want to put smackdown on it for good measure you're that Crustle's is going to do a solid amount of damage into chrysalia and
1: Alola night tails i mean i hope you're running rock slide over rock blast but yeah it is oh it, is it does get-
0: Sorry, I did not know I got access to rockside.
1: This is just shows
0: I haven't played... I have a Crustle build, but I haven't played it.
1: Man, there were there were quite a few self metas where Crustle was top tier. And there were
0: in those metas, I never used Crustle. For sure. I would I I would play anti crustal. So there. <laughs> you can shame me for that. That's fine.
1: But yeah, just to just to reinforce a little bit, like, you might have been thinking about Dwebble, which only gets rock blast or, uh, or rock tomb but yeah
0: I know double gets rock tomb mainly because it's it's uh, it's it's
1: it's there I enjoy seeing another whimsicott enjoyer
0: <laughs> yes you and your well actually I'm gonna be riding the whimsicott train because December 14th the the, the DLC part 2 for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet gets released, and you know what comes back? The best boy of all time, Flygon, and that prankster Whimsicott.
1: I hope I hope we get a lot of cool unexpected things from that update.
0: I'm just glad Flygon's gonna be in it. And hopefully they give it Breaking Swipe in its level up move pool. So <laughs> then Niantic will have no choice but to give it Breaking Swipe in the main in this game.
1: Yeah, no choice. <laughs>
0: And for all you people clamoring for a Breaking Swipe nerf, just get better at beating Steelix in the Ultra League. I said what I said. Anyway, tangent aside.
1: I'm so curious what kind of move updates we're going to get.
0: Same. But as of this recording, they're still 10 days out. So we'll probably get it on November the 30th during our off week. And maybe we'll break, what's the word? Maybe we'll break the the vacation to do a quick little deep dive. And then be like, alright, there's your move update, bye. Maybe. Just maybe. But uh, anyway, Drifloom was able to take a 2-1 victory on this one. So congrats to Drifloom. In the second Aurora slot, unless, well, Jet, do you have any final thoughts? Because I really want to talk about that second Aurora matchup.
1: No, like, it, it seems, yeah, it reads a lot like there was too much play available to read much more into it.
0: Gotcha. All right. Second Aurora slot, and this is probably the only time I'm going to be excited about an Aurora matchup. <clears throat> so we had Conky1452 bringing Lickitung, Gligar, Double, Grisalia, Shadow Alola Ninetales, and Belly Bolt of all things.
1: Belly of the Boltington. <laughs> Sir,
0: Belling- Sir Bellington. That may or may not have been the name of my Belly Bolt in my playthrough.
1: And just you know, give it context. Gordon the Flash brought Cresselia, Dubwell, Chargerbug, Lickitung, Lorantis, and Shadow Luluna Ninetales.
0: Okay, so maybe not the cleanest of things for Belly Bolt, but it was it was a broad. Okay.
1: Yeah, if you're if you're gonna have it on your lineup, you're gonna bring it. Like, <laughs> it's not there just to be bench pressure. Like, you're gonna zap Cannon something.
0: And what better way than to Zap Cannon, the Shadow Alola Nine Tails, or the Lickitung? Because you hate those things very much. Also, if you're if you have a Belly Bolt and you have some footage of it being used, send it our way. We want to see it.
1: Yeah, and it didn't have obvious targets, right? Even, like I'm even looking through the other teams, and there's nothing actively weak to Electric, <laughs> so. I mean, at least it had more neutral targets than resisted. That's what we're going to go with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but was on the winning side, so you to got to give it some credit. Absolutely. Other than that, this is a cast of characters we've seen many times before. I will say it's interesting to see Lickitung on both sides of this matchup uh cocky obviously has or they yeah they do they both have double also yeah they do so yeah yeah just just very interesting that we've kind of moved into a double normal space I, i don't think we were seeing that quite as much before but now it's on all four teams
0: yeah we were we were really seeing double and triple charm teams at the start but I guess the meta in Aurora Cup has evolved just a little bit. I still don't like it, but it's evolved. Okay.
1: <laughs> uh, uh, and maybe uh, I'm just—I'm also just trying to pick up on the general trends. Like, probably worth noting that the brave nerds both brought normal Gligar over the Shadow.
0: That's fair. Oh yeah, the Gligars are definitely a good. Bring, but I think it's because they wanted more bulk than damage. Especially with like, you know, there's Lorantis on the side doing Lorantis things. I'm trying to I'm trying to what's the word? Give as much firepower as I can to like gly- being using regular Glygar over the shadow.
1: I need to go check the actual belly bolt animation now because just imagine it dancing through every battle. <laughs>
0: I think it's just kind of like vibe, just, you know, up and down and up and down. Yeah. I'm looking it up too, which <laughs> I just want, I don't care about. Okay, fine. I'll look at Scarlet and violet stuff. Yeah. It's just like kind of standing up and like charging its little electrical orb.
1: Oh, Belly will finally enter the battle. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of slap happy. Yeah. I wanted it to be more like vertically bouncy. <laughs>
0: Look, beggars can't be choosers we saw what they did to small live what the shambles the... Pokemon
1: I just saw someone thunder it brandon can that... who who are you, who are you battling somebody the... is
0: they're probably battling me because they're not familiar with type matchups
1: it would be one thing if it was like the end games where it doesn't actually tell you what the type is of the opponent but since it's in the top corner you would think you would think people would Throw the right move, but look, I'm trying okay, <laughs> man.
0: All right, well, let's move on into the Savannah Cup. Sounds good, <laughs> okay. So, in the Savannah Cup, we had Caspian Pike with Rock, Buzzwool, Emolga,
1: Dunsparce, Trash, Wormy Dam, and Roserade. And Garchomp Glory brings Wormy Dam Trash, Reggie Regirock, Quillfish, Trevenant, and Emolga.
0: All right, so they all brought. Trash Dam, Molga, and Regirock. but they left up Roserade and Dunsparce for
1: Clawfish cool and Trevenant.
0: Yeah, which is interesting because I think Dunsparce can beat both those Mons pretty easily.
1: Yeah, the Dunsparce looks really strong. Like even even the Buzzwool matchup isn't that terrible, just because you're hitting with neutral rollout in Rock Slide compared to the Poliwrath that is actually resisting the fast move. Yeah. And so I think
0: Dunsparce was kind of the key reason why Caspian Pike took a 3-0 sweep.
1: Buzzwill's just squishier, too.
0: Yeah. Because, like, one of the things that we don't talk about a lot is when Pokemon get to, like, level, like, get to higher levels, they get more bulk into them. And I think Dunsparce's can get to level... 30s whereas Buzzwole's like level 15.
1: I mean it's it's more about stat distribution. Like some of the time when you get to the mons that need to go over 40, it's just to hit 1500 at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, does Dun- <laughs> So, yeah, Dudsbar's got to be one of those that went from you run a hundo to oh, you can actually use the bulk spread.
0: Today I learned that we could run Hundo Dunce Bars and it'd be okay in the Great League.
1: Yeah, back back in the before times.
0: Back in the golden age.
1: Yeah, well, and, you know, maybe, maybe you just want your Dunce Bars to hit a little harder. Want to give
0: a quick side note? There was this project that I was working on where I was asked to provide some old PvP footage of... I was asked to write some old PvP footage of, like, Pokemon battles. And so, like, I was digging through, and I found an old clip when me using the Powder Snow Alolan Sandslash with Bulldoze, and just watching the game work without, like, the one-turn lag switch and not really sneaking moves through. It was like, oh, wow, this was the best of times.
1: If If that's how you remember it, Taco... <laughs> <laughs> Look, <laughs> I, I will take the guaranteed sneaks any day. It's like the consistency is, is so much better. Usually what I meant to say was the gameplay was a lot smoother.
0: Also found out that the, that footage was from about a year ago. So I don't think, oh no, XLK was definitely in the game at that time. I said what I said.
1: Well, I'm glad it was working well for you at that time. I'm sorry. No, like, I mean, you play this game. I feel like it's just kind of a day-to-day, like, oh, it's better today. Oh, it's way worse today. (laughs) And there have been some times where they're, like, pretty open about, hey, we're going to be doing, like, a bunch of maintenance on this Wednesday or whatever. But I feel like that hasn't been a thing for a while, where it's just... It is what it is for everyone and it's like well <laughs> okay yeah i remember the dev diaries that we got
0: for like three months and then they just disappeared forever and then for some reason people on twitter were really asking for them and we were like they're just dev diaries bro it's not that deep
1: yeah well Oof. and we we know that as as a company they've had issues but yeah the 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 golden the golden goose, you would hope would get more attention than it has.
0: <laughs> nah, you gotta download, you know, Peridot and Monster Hunter World and NBA All World and Marvel whatever, ele- the lever. Pikmin. Don't forget about Pikmin. I forgot about Pikmin. So, but anyway, tangents aside, congrats to Caspian Pike for taking a 3-0 victory. And I'm gonna say with the D-Dun Sparse until the maze jumps into my DMs and corrects me. Or maybe Caspian Pike flow. Either well, way.
1: Yeah, when, when you have an option like that, it, just, it does make it a lot easier to say, okay, well, the one thing that I definitely got to handle is the buzz wall, and, you know, what's what's my best route with that in mind?
0: Trash Warmer Dam or Emolga?
1: Yeah, the, the only drawback, I, I would lean towards Trash Dam just in general, but the drawback to Emolga being you're, you're just extra weak to that Regirock. And that's also one of the matchups that is kind of razor thin for the Dunsparce.
0: <laughs> that one is definitely Ivy dependent. Yeah. Alrighty. So, final Savannah Cup time. We have fellow fish brother Manicarp with Regirock, Buzzwool, Orangaroo, Chargebug, Dunsparce, and Amolga.
1: And Gambino Dragon brings Regirock, Dunsparce, Polyrath, Roserade. Tropius and Chargerbug.
0: So in this case, Manicarp unfortunately lost one to two, and I kind of want to say it's because of that Tropius.
1: You did say they had an Emolga, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't. I don't. I'm, I'm not seeing as much what you're seeing. Like it is a strong buzz will answer, but that's that's kind of the only thing that it's covering comfortably.
0: Oh, I thought the the. The Regirock matchup was pretty comfortable because it gets access to Leaf Blade.
1: No, Regirock just gets to those too fast.
0: Okay. Thank you for correcting that mistake.
1: Like, I think I've talked about Tropius before where it's nice because it has enough bulk to tank a move, which is not often the case in Savannah Cup. So while the overall matchup into Regirock may not be great, it does at least live a move. So it's it's not one of those where you immediately need to burn a shield just to keep it alive which is the case with so many things that stare down the Rock. but yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, that does make a lot of sense.
1: We do see the Polyrath come out ahead.
0: Well, polyrath has got two good targets into Manacarp's team with the Rock. And the Dunsparce. Not really sure how it does with Buzzwool, Because you can Ice Punch or even Scald if you're running Scald. But that'd yeah. be resisted. I like, you can Ice Punch. But I like Wait, to run Ice.
1: why, why would the Scald be resisted?
0: Sorry, I meant to say Dynamic Punch.
1: Yeah. It's a okay, that, Yeah, that, was, yeah, that no. was what I was going to chime in on. is Because there's not... An opposing polyrath, it you are free to run the scald, which gives you a wincon into the buzzwol that you otherwise wouldn't have.
0: Yeah, that that's what I was trying to say, but I I suck at communicating on of my day night <laughs> apparently.
1: <laughs> it's yeah, well, and especially like after we've gotten through one full deep dive, <laughs> luckily luckily Savannah just kind of has these microcosm matchup things that you need to know, and then there's I don't. At least, maybe it's because I played it the whole time, but it just feels so much less complicated.
0: Jet, I'll be very honest with you. You don't play Savannah Cup. You dominate Savannah Cup.
1: I mean, I've I've had a few good weeks, but it hasn't been all sunshine.
0: Since the playoffs have started, you have been all sunshine.
1: Okay, well, you heard it here. <laughs> I've, I've got I've got one more to go. I don't I don't want to call anything yet. I mean, that you still have a fit. If
0: you win, if you win, you have a 100% win rate. If you lose, you have a 67% win rate.
1: Seven. Oh, right. Because I didn't play one of them.
0: Yeah, you took a week off. I i mathed correctly. Anywho. As, for, as for me, I will take my 50% win rate in factions of uh, playoffs and be happy with that. <laughs> Speaking of that, I probably should get back on the horse of trying to map out matchups. Anyway, back to back to this matchup at hand. But yeah, the polyrath, like you were saying, polyrath running Ice Punch Scald definitely would have helped out a bit, especially with that attack debuff chance.
1: And that's it's more specifically like it op- it opens up the puzzle matchup a little bit. There are some still pretty dominant matchups here. Looking at specifically the Charger Bug in Namolga, where you don't really get around those. The Orangaroo, you win in the ones, but the confusion just leaves you so low, like. Uh-huh. <clears throat> yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of wondering if this could be another episode of the Dunsparce show to a certain degree.
0: Dunsparce indeed goes burr.
1: <laughs> well, and this is this is another one of those kind of rare situations where neither Player has a Wormadam,
0: but we have a Confusion user.
1: Well, yeah, and and both teams have a Charger bug, so it's slightly more awkward for the counter users, just because you're not even doing neutral to the bug. Hmm. Yeah, and like always, it's it's keep your keep your rock slash pseudo rock away from the fighter, and sometimes it can it could just be who did that better.
0: That does make sense
1: and and if that is your goal it can be that much trickier just to have like the hard punish in your lineup like i don't think charger bug works well as a safe swap for that reason just because like if the opponent does have a rock it's gonna hurt yeah you're you're in a really tough spot Um, yeah
0: i'm i'm surprised yeah because like you said neither team brought uh trash Warmer Dam and Gambino decided to double down and just not bring a confusion user at all and win, That that's what astounds me the most, is they also won
1: well, and when the trade-off is the punchiest Pokemon in the meta, and I mean that kind of in, in an ironic <laughs> way, because it's Roserade it, it doesn't even punch at all, but just it jabs. like yeah, you, you always feel its presence because those moves it they is, hurt, yeah, it is, it is hard to uh, walk away unscathed from a Roserade
0: it is definitely hurt. It's definitely oppressive. But it was Rosalia definitely needed a much needed evolution. So, yay. I hope it makes a return in the, in the hidden treasure of Area Zero. Roseray's growing on me a little bit.
1: Is it is it on the list as one you can transfer like from the Legends? Good question. I'm gonna look that up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, we don't have to spend too long on it, but yeah, like my closing thoughts on this is, it just looks like a good matchup, right? Um, I'm I'm coming around to your Tropius call in the beginning just because of the bulk, like it gives you more options sometimes. So like you could you could sneak it in there, but yeah, the, like it is it is the thing that I've enjoyed about Savannah Cup is you can you can sneak in. One of your picks for just one of the games and really spice things up. It's 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 fun for catching opponents off guard.
0: Yeah. Also, quick update. Roserade is not slated to return in the Indigo disc. Big sad.
1: Roserade has forsaken us.
0: Roserade. Why? Oh, look, Flygon's coming back. All right. Price is averted. All is, all is well in the world.
1: <laughs> Serotonin return.
0: <laughs> Sometimes I feel like I might have bipolar disorder. Other times it's just like it might be ADHD because I go, no. Oh, look, a nickel.
1: Brains are silly.
0: Brain is braining. All right. With that out of the way, let us move on into the bottom bracket. I was going to say bottom. Bottom 32 sounds better. So
1: the lower 32, treat them like states. <laughs>
0: the lower 32. Come with me and look amongst the peasant teams that couldn't get into the top 16. And before anybody comes after me for that comment, I do just want to say, my team is also down here, so I am a peasant too, I guess.
1: Down, Down with the monarchy? Down
0: with the monarchy! Unfortunately, nobody has really clinched, per se. I mean, probably the biggest probably the easiest clincher in the elite tier would probably be the lucky mucks just because of their sheer dominance of of whoever they fought they've the most points they gave up was seven and they're averaging about 15 points a game so i think they are they are a shoo-in for elite tier even based on tiebreakers and that's just the quick maths and me talking with that being said let's dive into the scores as previously stated lucky mugs defeats thunder fury 16 to 5. hidden powers defeats deciduate dynasty black i want to say 15 to 4 but it was at
1: 14 to (laughs) 7.
0: yeah 14 to (laughs) 7. numbers are hard Cobium northeast defeats texas pvp 12 to 9. in the battle of the thunder civil war thunderdome just squeaks by against the mighty thunder ducks 11 to 10. Icy Wind defeats Coastal Kings fourteen to seven. Hammerheads gets revenge against Phoenix Rising in the rematch thirteen to eight. Fearsome Frostlass defeats Switchmasters thirteen to eight. Sea Kingpin escapes a sweaty against Team Omega lol eleven to ten. The Great Unknown defeats Slark Paper Scissors nine to twelve. Canadian Shieldon defeats air Don't Care twelve to nine. At least it was not eleven to ten this time. TNT Finkles defeats T Swift Fan Club thirteen to eight. Before I go any further, I do have to give a special shout out to this team because there was a captain that just didn't report their scores. So when I looked at the matchup, it said it was 13 to 0. Neat. Anyway, Roslark Bow defeats Gong Rippers 13 to 8. Pioneer Valley PVP defeats the Thunder Squirrels 14 to 7. Icarly PVP defeats Sideway Dynasty Green 15 to 6. Delhi Birds the Word defeats Nerdy Birds 10 to 11. And finally, Fletch and Arella story defeats East Caliber twelve to nine. Not gonna lie, actually no. I have to move on to the previews next. In the there's final, lot,
1: there's there's a lot of previews.
0: There is. In the final week of playoffs, Lucky Mugs is gonna square off against the Hidden Powers. Copium Northeast takes on the Thunderdome Icy Wind takes on Great Unknown. Decidueye Dynasty Black gets to fight the Hammerheads. Mighty Thunderducks going up against TNT Fingles. Texas PvP draws Roastlark Bow at high noon. Fearsome Frostlask is going up against Thunder Fury. Sea Kingpin gets Canadian Shield on. Phoenix Rising takes on Delibirds the Word. Slock Paper Scissors is fighting Coastal Kings. Pioneer Valley PvP gets to fight Fletch and Story. T Swift Fan Club and iCarly PvP are fighting amongst each other. I had a quick, I had a little one liner for that one, but I forgot it, so I'm just gonna move on. Team Omegalul draws Gong Rippers d Don't Care draws Switchmasters. Nerdy Birds draws the Thunder Squirrels And finally, East Caliber draws Decidue Dynasty Green See, I stopped calling them the Rowdy Rallets See? I forget, like there's twice the teams So it's gonna be more talking
1: <laughs> Yeah Okay it Feels like it's gone on forever
0: Look, you're not wrong, honestly Okay, with that "'Tis now time to dive into the the mighty Thunderdome Civil War." That's what I'm calling it. So unfortunately, Big Dude, the captain, did not want to take up the bet of the winner gets the keys to the kingdom, which is fine. They still won, but it would have been a lot funnier if they they had lost and had to say, okay, Thunderdome is officially the B team.
1: (laughs) At least on paper.
0: Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> anyway so we have Thunderdome versus the Mighty Thunderducks and to keep things simple I will just refer to my team the team that I'm going to cover as the Dome <laughs> and and Jed can call his his team the, the Thunderducks if he wants or the Ducks so for the Dome side we had an open great league we had Buckeye Fitzy who brought Medicham,
1: Swampert, Carbink Charjabug, Gligar and Arctobax <laughs> extra impressed since I know that they played at LAIC. Yeah. And Jello Too Good brought Registeel, Superior, Shadow lowland Ninetales, Shadow Quagsire, Metacham, and Glygar. So right off the bat, Carbink was not allowed to play.
0: This this team on Jello Two Good's side is just complete anti-Carbink.
1: Yeah, uh, well, yeah, apart from Ninetales. But this this is a story we've seen happen where it feels like the players who like Carbink are bringing it consistently enough that people can just kind of say no to it.
0: <laughs> yeah, don't you know, Jet, Carbink is the the destroyer of worlds, the ender of everything, one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse that's supposed to upend Pokemon Go Open Great League PvP from all time and forever, or something like that.
1: I mean, it, it has a little bit, right? It definitely is obnoxious if you're not ready for it like like many things across our game
0: <laughs> but it doesn't break the medi-ligaton core as much as it should as much as claude Zire should have if a certain crowd hadn't nerfed it i haven't forgotten about y'all you will be dragged around the coals hmm. anyway so with that being said though, the Superior is definitely, is also a good bring on Jello's side because it has good matchups into both Swampert and Carbink. And it can even hold its own against Medicham a little bit. I think the only thing it doesn't really want to see is Bug, and I'm not too certain on the Arctobax-Superior matchup. So I'm gonna look that up real quick.
1: I would, I would assume it's uncomfortable for Arctobax.
0: Nope, Superior loses in all even shield scenarios.
1: But not by as much as you would think, like, playing against a ice dragon, right? Uh, so in on the one
0: shield, it's got 55 HP
1: left. Uh, in
0: the two shields, which is what it's best at, it goes out with roughly 42 HP left. And that's mainly due to its really high attack stat and stamina stat. Superior is bulkier in the sense, but uh, just with the oppressive dragon breath mm-hmm. and actually no you can go straight dragon claw and do well i kind of want to see the zero shields because it's just land uh a... yeah you just land one avalanche and it goes bye bye and a frenzy plant doesn't even take it into the yellow that thing is straight up oppressive if only it could break the medi licky core hmm <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh...
1: <laughs> Doesn't do either of those, but it, I'm yeah. I'm glad it does get to do dragon things, which has been something that especially the really high attack dragons have struggled to do. Yeah, I'm not gonna say I don't
0: like it. Wait, what? I
1: huh? am I? Is that is that accurate? I just for fun, I plugged in Lickitung versus Arctobax and I'm... Lickitung loses all even shields. The zero shield is kind of a wash, though.
0: Yeah. But... Oh, oh. I like what I see.
1: However, it looks like there's some kind of dragon breath breakpoint where you can't have a max bulk arctobax to win the one shield. I think that's what's happening. Huh. Anyway. I must
0: research
1: it More. is yeah okay so it's it's better than i'm than I'm giving a credit for um which is which is cool like i'm glad to see that like dragons haven't had especially i want to say like mid mid-range bulk like it's it's either been like all offense or or none right like <laughs> just kind of the comparison between dragonite and altaria that's true also what is the rank one ivy's for
0: for this thing, because rank two is one fifteen fifteen. For oh, 0, 14, 13.
1: You know what? I I never would have guessed that.
0: Yeah, for Octinox. I
1: <laughs> I never try to guess what the best IVs for any one Pokemon are.
0: Fine, I want fifteen attack. Everything else can. There, fifteen zero zero. Let's go, all attack.
1: Yeah, you need one twenty two attack to hit that breakpoint. Okay, that's fun. That's good to know. And that's why you miss it if you're max both. Good, good, good.
0: You said 122?
1: Yeah, well, and that's that's against the rank 1 not best buddy Lickitung, so you would need a little bit higher. You could just check what the 51 is.
0: I'm checking my fridge of backs right now to see
1: 50.5, I guess, is the rank 1. You need 123.2, basically. I I might
0: have something for that so i just hatched i hatched a 10 14 10. you know what? i'm taking it that's good enough for me
1: <laughs> i mean just to just to be clear like that is landing the avalanche but the point is i have one but <laughs> well and the the bigger point is just that this thing is definitely slightly better than i anticipated uh-huh granted yeah the that only makes it more difficult because obviously access to IVs is pretty limited right now. Yeah. It's like I don't I don't know about you, but I've gotten a total of three of the babies, so. That's one more than
0: me. And after I finish walking the lickatung, currently after the carbink, it's over. <laughs> All right, so going back to the Buckeye Fitzy's matchup, Buckeye Fitzy was able to take a one-two defeat, or at least take a point off, which I'm honestly surprised given the fact that Superior was on Jello's side. So I have to give it up to the Arctabacks.
1: Yeah, it had it had more play than I expected. Obviously the Shadow and Night like you said, and then even the possibility of Stone Edge on Quag is scary. You're looking at Medi and. Registeel, but hopefully with your own medi, like you have You have play. You have play, and then yeah, you just you just have to figure out how you're dealing with the Ninetales. That's I think the biggest issue, especially like where we started was the carbink doesn't have much of anywhere to go. Except you need to counter the Ninetales somehow, and that's okay, or you can stick with the Swampert like that. That's totally fine here, like as long as you keep it away from the superior.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Point being,
1: very, very limited options. <laughs> True.
0: All right, so let's look at in the open Ultra League slot. where We had Nuclear Ninjas with Heliolisk, Galarian Weezing, Mandibuzz, Altered Form Giratina, Hitmontop, and Galarian Stunfisk.
1: And Okigag brings Nidoqueen, Queen, Hitmontop, Shadow Lull and Sandslash, Shadow Dragonite, Tapufini, and Mandibuzz.
0: Tapufini definitely did not want to get lined up against the Heliolisk, but has some really good matchups with Mandibuzz, Altered Form Giratina, Hitmontop, and Galarian
1: Stunfisk. I'm very confused how both these teams ended up bringing Hitmontop. Illusion! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that that
0: seems that seems extra. I mean I, the Hitmontop on the Thunder Duck side or sorry, on the dome side is kind of warranted because there is the Alolan 10 slash. And with the newly accessed triple axle. Uh,
1: let
0: Let Me Cook. Uh-huh. So with the newly accessed Triple Axle, the Hitmontop is also able to bite back against the Nidoqueen, the Dragonite, and the
1: Mandibuzz. The Dragonite. I buy, but Nidoqueen I don't I don't think you're getting anywhere against Queen.
0: I tried to cook. I think I burned it. <laughs> I'm looking at oh nope, never mind. Nope. Nope. Nope.
1: Yeah, it's it's a it's a weird one. The Heliolisk showing up again, it's at least got a decent like decent spread of things that it can hit, right? Like breaking swipe makes up for how squishy it is, as long as you aren't trapped against one of the things that just absolutely annihilates you. Also, I do
0: want to point out Hitmontop can do really, really well if it just goes straight triple axle against Mandibuzz in all even shield scenarios. So, there.
1: Did you check with Air Slash too, or is that just Snarl?
0: I just checked with Snarl, because everybody likes to run. God, I really wish I hadn't
1: okay yeah that and and you, you do bring up a good point there's that mandibuzz has always kind of been in a weird spot because it is still neutral to fighters so it's, it's not like it's fulfilling that given role of flyer counters fighter especially if they have an actual move to hit for super effective back but mandibuzz is always nice for buying time playing yeah. playing playing to the timer
0: you're, you're just there to burn out the switch clock yeah. Also, huge. Uh, if you attempt to do timeouts in the Go Battle League, I just want you to know that you weren't hugged enough as a child. Because that's really not cool. That's three minutes of my life that I'll never get back. Or five minutes, excuse me.
1: It's a legitimate strategy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: next you're going to say running Bastidon, Shadow Razor Leaf Victory Bell, and Carbink is a legitimate strategy. Oh, man. Ugh. Anyway. So, in this matchup in particular, I gotta give a very sad day that Nuclear Ninjas lost 1 to 2. Man, Thunderducks had a really good start with Open Great League and Open Ultra League. I'm sure yeah. that. Yeah, that's I'm, something I'm, happened. I'm sure the streak will continue in Master League, right? Let's find out. So, we had Ryuzaki with Mega Agron, Altered Form Garatina, Florgis, Therion Landorus, and, uh, sorry, Verizion, and Gyarados.
1: And my Pika Best Pika brings Dialga, Mega Blastoise, Hydreigon, Therian Landorus, Gyarados, and The Spoiler
0: alert, this was a sweep to put Thunderdome back on top. And, you know, on, aside from the Therian Landorus, that Mega Agron is pretty free.
1: Well, and, yeah, once again, we're seeing the Mega Agron run away with the, the Master League slot.
0: It is... It is disgustingly oppressive, and I it's... think it's really only held back by the fact that it's got a pretty meh charge, secondary charge move that isn't Meteor Beam.
1: Yeah, whatever whatever your coverage move is, it's also taking a long time to get to.
0: Yeah, Heavy Slam is probably the cheapest charge move it's got, though so I don't even know Omega Agrons.
1: It's like What's the Stone word? Stone Edge and Thunder, I think, or both cheaper.
0: Meteor Beam, Stone Edge, Rock Tomb, Thunder. Okay, so it has nothing to hit the lander Landorus.
1: Mm, I mean, it would just use the rock move.
0: Yeah, but the question is do you get, no, you get absolutely kicked in the face. It A debuffed superpower one-shots a Mega Aggron. Wait. Nope, it does not. I, I like... forgot. Hold on. Hold on. Is this Great League? <laughs> no, I, I said it's a regular aggro. Okay, so you need three superpowers, mm. really two superpowers, to KO Mega Agron. But in, if both of them use two shields, then Mega Agron can do it. So there. And if, you know... <laughs> if Durian Landorus debuffs itself three times with superpower,
1: it can happen. <laughs> I also forgot Heavy Slam is... 50 energy. I don't know what move I was thinking of. That's like 60 for steel. Flash cannon. Mm, I think that's still more after. I'm gonna check already. Yeah, so flash that's cannon that's is 70. 70.
0: Yeah. Damn. All right. Well, while we're thinking of that, it's a pretty open and shut case for Master League. Mega agron went for. I'm ready to move on to the World Cup. If you are, <laughs> or used to looking up the 60 energy.
1: No, I, I, I can I can just let that one go. Okay.
0: All right. So, Aurora Cup. We have Sean from LA with Shadow Alola Ninetales, Chrysalia, Lantern, Mantine, Meganium, and Lickitung.
1: Um, And uh <laughs> HGMVZKF brings Shadow Regirock, Gligar, Double, Lantern, Charger Bug, and Shadow Alola Ninetales.
0: All right, Migo, we got to talk about your team's name, bud. You got you, new rule. <laughs> Migo, Migo. Migo, I know you're I know you're listening. Give us a spreadsheet on how to pronounce your team's names, please. Except you, Gortakum. <laughs> I'm just gonna mispronounce your name and eventually I'll get it right. Anyway.
1: Oh, I was thinking of Gyro Ball. I got I got there.
0: <laughs> Alrighty, so in this case in particular, Shallow Nine Ninetales is gonna do Shadow Alone and Ninetale things, which kinda sucks. Because you know, there's the Gligar there that would have a really good matchup into it, but you know, Water Gun Lantern, Mantine can neutralize that Gligar. Not saying it would do a good job. I'm I'm saying it's there, but you would have to find a way to neutralize that charger Bug.
1: Hey, look, look at I mean, Mantine into Double Electric and Shadow Regirock doesn't feel great.
0: Yeah. I forget, shadow- did Shadow Rock benefit from the Shadow bonus more than Shadow Steel? I can't remember.
1: Not that I know of, but here, where very little actively resists Rock, like, it may just be a similar situation to the Ninetales, where you get to actually threaten one-shots on some stuff that you wouldn't otherwise. But I feel like it's already attack-weighted enough, like, you probably want the regular unless unless you're going truly wild and going for rock throw. Yeah, that makes sense. Which we just, you know, it's a strategy. The bold strategy. And <laughs> unfortunately,
0: it didn't work out this time cuz Sean from LA took a 2-1 victory.
1: I will say what it probably helps with the most is just making alternative move sets more appealing. Like that's that's always kind of been the thing like if you're running earthquake especially for some reason over the focus blast like I've always found the damage o- underwhelming on the regular that the shadow might fix
0: huh we'll definitely keep that in mind alright so now we can move on to the second Aurora Cup spot where we had the captain big dude with Aurorus, Reggie Rock, Shadow Ola Ninetales, Medicham, and Lickitung
1: and Boss Gaga brings Double, Cresselia, Lola Ninetales Shadow, Gligar, Lickitung, Defense Deoxys.
0: So unfortunately, Big Dude got swept here. The biggest of SADs. But I'm gonna guess he was he was subbed in because one of the players took Against <laughs> his off. will. I mean he's the captain, like he yeah. eventually has the final say, but like in this case he wanted to be a team player and do his best to, to <laughs> Bring points home for the Thunderdome, and yeah, bummer. If you're keeping score at home, Thunderdome at this point has seven points, and the Thunderducks have eight before we get into the last two matchups. So this was very much a back and forth, and I am here for it. But anyway, to this matchup at hand, Auroras really didn't have any play, which kind of sucks, because I like Auroras.
1: Yeah, you're, you're obviously good into the Gligar, but I think the DD is looking strong enough that that's kind of probably where the focus went, right? Like, it threatens everything not named Kofagrigus. I mean, time does a little better just because you're doing super effective back.
0: Brew, but we also need... I do also got a shout out, like, the Kofagrigus is an awesome bring, being able to hit... Cressalia, Staddle, Ninetales, Gligar, and Defense Yoxes for, like, a decent chunk. But there's two other Mons that can hit it back hard, and it can't do Jack Diddley Squad against.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, at least it has Dark Pulse to do something, right? Like, there's, there's some of those normal versus Ghost matchups where they just literally can't hit the normal type, but...
0: Yeah... But it's still a big, sad moment. I just feel like in this matchup, Big Dude was outclassed, sadly. Hmm. It's okay, Big Dude. I also lost in the Aurora slot this week.
1: The other thing you can kind of get away with, just because the Aurora is a little bit pigeonholed, is you get way freer with the Gligar than normal, because, sure, Ninetales will still be somewhere, but I I still think it's super... It's super weird in my brain how many times I've seen people run powder snow on their shadow Ninetales in this meta. Like, I- I'm guessing it just has to do with trying to get more shields out of the way than just chunking the health with the charm. But I feel I feel like the, the charm is just so oppressive. Like, I-, I can't imagine wanting to give up what is essentially always good.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's. It's it, it makes sense. Like powder snow is the better move. TM Asterisk. But like in a meta where nothing that resists charm is allowed, then obviously go for charm. On that note, there's not much I there's not much more I can really say.
1: <laughs> we're we're back around to Savannah again.
0: Yep. With <laughs> with 17 Al team rocking the Zapdos, Regirock, Roserade, Whimsicott, Dunsparce, and Polyrath. And Migo
1: 1224 brings Miltank, Buzzwool Tropius, Dunsparce, Blaziken, and Charger Bug.
0: Yes, yeah, 17 Zapdos is a really good bring at first glance. You just have to watch out for You just have to watch out for the Charger Bug on the opposing side and the Dunspars and the rollout gang.
1: Yeah, you have you have the double rollout instead of the RegiRock. So immediately I'm asking myself what what does 17 Alpel get away with bringing they wouldn't be able to if the opponent actually had a RegiRock,
0: Roserade. Yeah, and I, I feel like <laughs> I feel like
1: the immediate answer is Roserade. That there's there's none of that kind of wishy-washy. Oh, do I maybe dust off the, the Bullet Seed Roserade? is like, nope. do <laughs> the Don't need the point, it. The point, Yeah, Poison Jab, ready to rock.
0: On that note, actually, the Zapdos Regirock core looks... Or Zapdos Regirock or Zapdos Polyrath looks to also be a really good oppressive core. Just because, obviously, you have Zapdos that can do really well against... And I'm completely forgetting about... Stone Edge on Blaze again, so I have to take that into consideration. But actually, no, Zapdos and Regirock, I was gonna say Poliwrath would do really, really well, but it struggles against charger Bug, and so then you would just be weak to it. And if you're weak to Charge Bug, you know that charger Bug is gonna come.
1: Yeah, and Zapdos is always fun. The biggest drawback is, you know, compared to the Amolga, you you don't have moveset flexibility like you're, you're just kind of locked in these these are your moves yeah and slightly less bulk like it's not a lot but i think the biggest kind of nod in a mulga's direction is just the fact that it gets aerial ace rather than a uh, drill pack
0: yeah aerial ace is definitely a cheaper move when you compare it to drill pack but Drill Peck just does more damage. And you know me. I like my damage output over anything else.
1: Hmm. Actually, I, t- I need to catch myself on that one. I didn't realize that they're both 40 energy.
0: Oh! Yeah, go with Drill Pack. Not gonna lie, I thought Drill Peck was 45 energy. Today we all learned. Okay. Any final thoughts before we move on into the final matchup in Savannah Cup? The,
1: the, the final final? The final matchup! Yeah, I'll just I'll just I'll shout out Whimsicott again. Whimsicott, I feel like, feel like it's I feel like it's it's a strong and very versatile Pokemon. I need to build one now. It's like, okay. hey, you could you could uh, you could run the the Charm Whimsicott in this matchup.
0: <laughs> yeah. Don't let the intrusive thoughts win. Do not run Charm Whimsicott.
1: <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Jet. It's like you're you don't actually want to seed bomb anything on this team. Like, come on. <laughs> Look, you're not wrong,
0: but I just don't want to admit that charm is good. <laughs> it's
1: I, it's it's why we see the wiggly showing up every once in a while too. But yeah, we can we can talk about the last matchup. Okay.
0: And finally, we have ghostly Za with Reggie Rock. Polyrath, Superior, Trash Warmer Dam, Amulga and Roserade.
1: And Parthay brings Buzzwool Roserade, Superior, Regirock, Zapdos, and Tank. So we we have a Zapdos in return.
0: Yeah, and <laughs> it's yeah. weird because Zapdos on the opposing team is really good into Polyrath, Superior, and Roserade, but has to watch out for regirock and trash warmer dam and the emolga because discharge is less than uh what's it called discharge is less than thunderbolt right
1: yeah that that one is actually less
0: okay good i'm still looking it up anyway why do i want thunder i want thunderbolt computer thunderbolt is 55 energy discharge is 45 energy and somehow Zapdos still wins going straight drill peck. Oh wait, I'm in, I'm still in two shields. Zapdos wins, but they have to land the Thunderbolt.
1: Everyone everyone loves a good coin flip win, right? <laughs> yeah,
0: those are my favorite. But I do have to give a nod. I do love the superior brings from both teams, and they each counter it with Roserade. However, with Trash Warmerdam being Trash Warmerdam, able to get through Buzzwole and Roserade, TM on the Roserade, in case you can eat a couple of Weatherball fires i think that in this case bulk beat power
1: i'm also looking just like what their other differences yeah so especially on a team like so on migo's team so that we talked about before i understand miltank alongside dunsparce if you just don't have access to the regirock like that makes sense to me but if you're already running the regirock unless you don't have the Wormadam or the Dunsparce, like, then the Miltank makes less sense to me. Um, I see. Um, yeah, to, to me, Ghosties team, like, is essentially the, like, the Safana Cup team to beat, like, you, I think the version I've been running is just, like, the sub the SERP for Dunsparce, and that's that's kind of it. But yeah, the the main core is all there. <laughs> yeah.
0: So in this case, Ghostly, or Ghosty, excuse me, was able to take a 2-1 victory and thereby solidifying the Thunderdome's win over the Thunderducks. It was a story of triumph and tribulation. And unfortunately, one team had to lose.
1: Yeah, one, one game. That's all it was.
0: Any final thoughts before we move on into we go to break
1: no that's good okay i think all right i think we might have talked too much
0: nah (laughs) you know we haven't gotten a review that says taco talks too much so all righty so with that those matchups taken care of we are going to take a quick commercial break but we will be right back after these messages
2: Hello, this is Professor Elm, and I'm in a bit of a predicament. I was wondering if there were any eccentric trainers who would be willing to make a delivery of some sorts. You see, Mr. Pokemon, just outside Cherry Grove City, has informed me that he has a very rare Pokemon egg that would be great for my research. He even has some company in the famous Pokemon Professor Oak. If you are able to, but do not have any Pokemon, no worries. I have three Pokemon that would be just beautiful for the adventure over there. Unfortunately, you can only choose one Pokemon. They are Chikorita, Cyndaquil, or Totodile. These three Pokemon, one of these three Pokemon, will help you in case you get tangled in the weeds and have to fight off against some Rattatas or Centrits. I really hope that you guys, I really hope that somebody can pick up this delivery soon as Pokemon eggs are vital to my research. Did I mention I was Professor Elm?
0: Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed that recycled
1: commercial break because I know I did. Don't forget to hydrate. Hydrating
0: is always important.
1: Maybe we should have more hydration reminders.
0: Maybe we should put out some Hoenn themed commercials, because you know there's always too much water there.
1: Just a quick spritz.
0: Yeah. Alright, couple of housekeeping things before we get to the second half of the show. Probably gonna be kept very short so that, that way the editor can spend time reminiscing over the great foul war of sixteen twenty. I gotta come up with more creative names than Thanksgiving
1: the ornithologist delight
0: there we go ornithologist delight anyway this podcast is powered by you the amazing trainers that listen we do also have a patreon the link is listed in the show down below you could you can support the show for as little as one dollar getting access to the show gets you a super secret chat super secret chat booth that only the patreons have access to as well as the recording booth where you can fact check us in real time and or post memes If, however, you do not wish to donate money, like because, you know, times are tough, holidays are coming up, totally understand. Consider giving us a rating on wherever you listen to a podcast, be it Apple, Spotify, Amazon, or Google Podcasts, and a review if you're able to. If it's awesome, which, come on, you took the time to review, you're automatically awesome, and witty and safe for work will read it out loud on the podcast. We want to give a special thanks to our patrons, Trainer Thanks, ZT Smith, and Sotiri, for helping us keep the digital lights on week in and week out. I also forgot to mention that starting in November, which is this current month, you can receive your... You can receive the episode up to two days early. So if you just can't get enough of Enter the Dragonair's Den, give us a subscription! (laughs) So, due to the shortening of the... The deadline to register for cycle two we understand that some teams may not be completely filled and they're still looking so feel free to post your team this is probably gonna be a spotify only feel free to post your if you're starting a team looking for a team or you're recruiting for a team place it here in the spotify section and as soon as it comes out we'll i'll definitely pin it so that that way everybody gets access to look at the teams. If, however, you're looking for a team, I promise you, I won't. I will press pin, so that that way everyone can see it, and then I'll message you, say hey, here you're looking for a team. Other than that, we did have a very
1: short play Pokemon segment. Is that just because the LAIC happened?
0: Yes, it happened this past weekend. I'm totally not using it to stall for <laughs> pulling that up. I probably should have but it, in the
1: it's, it's hard to want to talk too much about it not knowing how same same things are going to be in what is it less than two weeks
0: <laughs> yeah so yeah. I guess this is the final play Pokemon final play Pokemon event of the season and we want to give a shout out to the winner LNDS Rog Rogief from Brazil and the runner up LNDS Trixin
1: The the Lindas went all the way. Yeah. We did also... At least a couple of them did.
0: I did also want to give a special shout out to somebody in the TCG community. He has won a... What's the word? He has won a local Go event, but he's he placed top four in in Brazil. In Pittsburgh, he unfortunately, out of 1,263 players, was not here in the top eight. So I'm going to say he did well enough.
1: We can we can track that down and add it as a note, right?
0: Yeah, I can just look him up also on the on the leaderboards. Yeah. But he's he's a really good TCG player, like my goodness. But I know if I ever need to, if I ever need to you know learn how to play the game, I'm gonna ask him to teach me. All right, so that was the play Pokemon segment. Now it's time to get to the salsa bar. Obviously, I know that this is gonna be a little bit of a shorter one. So we have two salsa bars, Jet. Since this is your first time here, would you like to do the honor and go first?
1: I mean, it is it is a rarer occurrence, but I... Oh, I got a lucky run. Um, I found out... Was it me? This week, it is not you. <laughs> but <laughs> you, did open, you did open my gift today, so good job. Yes. Um, that is highly unusual. I didn't even have to redeem it on Palatown to get it to happen. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the... The catch cup is this week, and I happened to last week catch what would be rank one Pommot. However, I was unfamiliar with how it evolves because you know it's it's not an amazing Pokemon by by any stretch, and clearly I I still haven't evolved it because I just learned that you need to walk the Pomo twenty five kilometers for some reason, and I'm still a little salty about it. Damn, like. 10, I would understand, like, because you know, in Scarlet Valley, you walk the 10 laps, and that makes sense to me. It was like, okay, 10 is good. Who decided 25 kilometers was a good idea? Hold up, 10 laps? I thought it was a thousand steps. I thought, anyway, this is in my memory (laughs) that that was just kind of the, you guarantee it kind of deal, and a thousand steps would be way less than 25 kilometers. I was just (laughs) trying to make, like, some kind of at least direct comparison, but it it seems so wrong that Feebas, the Pokemon that you have to like max all these values on, is now not the Pokemon you need to walk the furthest to evolve, so the starter area Pokemon. I was like, why? <laughs> <laughs> so I am I am bamboozled and flummoxed, and I have strong feelings about it.
0: Dang, well. PSA to all the trainers out there. You need 25 kilometers, which kind of dumb, but you can do it. It's just walking,
1: right? I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, it was just like, I want to use this silly Pokemon for catch up and for, you know, just having some, some fun battles. It'll be ridiculous because it's only got self-debuffing nukes. I might get to battle with it for a day. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, at least you can battle with it for a day, right? Uh, right? Maybe. We'll we'll see. <laughs> I'm I I'm eight kilometers in now, so it, we're attempting.
0: You got this. I believe in you. Just get a bicycle, those kilometers will fly by, trust me.
1: So what did what it what did you do, Paco? Oh okay. So before
0: anybody asks, it can happen to anyone, okay? So yesterday, Sunday, I got hungry. So I decided to order a pizza. And relate. <laughs> so i decided to order pizza and because i was hungry i was just kind of ordering food through uh, domino's because domino's out here is the goat of pizzas because pizza hut is terrible and little caesar's is also terrible
1: and do you hate and mom and pop shops
0: well it's not that i hate mom and pop shops i just refuse to pay outrageous doordash delivery fees for them sure, sure. so i ordered the pizza i put it on I'm on autopilot. I use my points because, you know, they have rewards points now, and I, like, order some extra stuff, like, to get food for the week, to do, like, some food meal prepping. To my surprise, I get, the, I get the notification that my driver's on its way, and he's going the wrong way! So I'm like, what the heck? And I look at the address. I sent the pizza to my old workplace. So my wife calls me and says, hey, did you order a pizza? I'm like, yeah. Well, I have
1: it. I'm like, why? Because like, you send it to the wrong place. I go. Oh, was it? Was it just like a saved address, and you didn't even think twice about it? Yep, it's listed as work. Okay, yeah, that's 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 super easy to do. Like it, it would be <laughs> it would be one step worse if you autopiloted even like entering the address by hand right
0: oh goodness no i haven't worked at that place in two years but anyway so my wife works there and so i call Domino's, explain the situation and they're like you know i thought i've heard it all but this is a new one and i was like this is my and they're like well do you have your and so i go through the things with the order number and so like all right well we can we're gonna cancel the order refund you your stuff and then you'll just pay with the the card or whatever and i go but but i have points i used points and they're like the loudest sigh that you could just hear just okay please hold
1: <laughs> the the price of loyalty
0: yeah I was like please hold so they, they gave me a free pizza and then I just paid for like the extras which was fine and I felt bad because they didn't like when they ran the card over the phone they didn't put a tip for the driver so I was like hey just especially if you can put a special instruction like have the driver you know knock at the door or ring the doorbell and I'll give him the tip. I was gonna give him a twenty dollar tip for like helping me with this, but the guy just took the food, put it up, like put it right by the door, and just walked away. And I was like, "Cause that's what heroes do." <laughs> I was like, "Okay, do you not want your twenty dollars?" Like the fuck. Oh,
1: damn it. Yeah, you talk talk about being on autopilot, it's just just doing his thing.
0: Yeah. So, uh, long story short, I got and then two minutes later my wife comes home with the pizza that hadn't even been touched so she goes so I got two pizzas two bread bites two two liters of cherry coke I only paid for like the one two liter of cherry coke and one bread bite and all because I got hungry and waited till the last minute to order food
1: all because panic set in <laughs>
0: <laughs> but now now all the food has been taken to my job so that I don't get which is kind of dumb of me because like that's my food for the week that I save up there, and like now when I get home I'm hungry and I realize that my food's at the office, so it's
1: like. Budge. Oops. Oh well. Well, may- Maybe you saved some pizza. I did. Okay. Well, you're you're I... good for a bit.
0: I did. But yeah, so that that was funny, and then I found out that I broke my my back my my bike wheel in the back. I gotta take it to the shop to get the spokes replaced. It, it was a wild Sunday. Okay.
1: You don't you, you only need one wheel for a bike, right?
0: Not when it's the back wheel. Okay, so that was our salsa bars. It is now time for GVL progress. I'll start. I did nothing.
1: I'll start. I didn't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I did absolutely nothing.
1: Well, I did. So, what did it, you do? It, it balanced out, I guess. <laughs> I I took uh, Greenish's team. I watched King's the last episode of King's series where he was following his wife on the road to Legend, and she played her Libre set in Open Ultra, and so I just I took that team and I was like, all right, let's do it, and it took seven sets and I got the 150 points I needed and I got I got Legend done, so that was that was nice. It was it was a weight off, but. Woo! Yeah, and I feel, for whatever reason, I think it's just the timing of the seasons. I feel like I've ended up hitting it most often in Ultra League, for, for whatever reason. But yeah, since then, I've been able to just have fun with, with Catch Cup and playing ridiculous things. Like, I built a Shadow Garchomp, and I had a lot of fun with that. Built my Medislayer Slayer, Medi, but I'm running it with Psycho Cut, Dynamic Punch, and Psychic. So, straight
0: nukes yeah pretty much
1: well and it's just like if i run a pokemon that is just normally good on its own like i'm doing something weird with it so that at least it's not just doing what it normally does (laughs) (laughs) that's fair well all right it's 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 been fun to watch for example steelix or Umbreon or alolan sandslash switch out of the lead when they see the meddy uh-huh and then it's like surprise—it's psycho cut. So the are you brought in is in trouble. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Oops. Are,
1: are, are you are you playing, planning to play next week? Are you are you do you have enough wins to be in striking distance for your timed research? Because that that's the other thing I guess I should report on is I'm definitely going to have that done.
0: Oh, I I won't. I'll have enough to get the <laughs> I'll have enough to get the elite fast TM. But not the Elite Charge DM. I'm
1: going to miss out on that sweet, sweet rare XL candy.
0: Yeah, there's a bummer.
1: I get it. Then <laughs> I I do not fault anyone that decided not to play catch Cup because it, <laughs> unless unless you're in a like a space to be totally carefree about it and there was stuff you wanted to build anyway. Like it's kind of a crapshoot that it was the only thing they offered this time.
0: Yeah, hey, you do what you can. I'm not going to complain too much. I'm just going to take the week off.
1: I feel like that's what a lot of people did.
0: Yep. All right. So with that, we had a great second half of this episode. It was a good episode. I it was great. I didn't choose violence too often, which is slightly unprecedented.
1: Yeah, it was. We're, we're, we're saving it for, for next time.
0: Yep. So just a quick reminder. Next week, December 2nd there will not be an episode just want to give you that nice heads up from all of us here at dinner don't care if you celebrate it we want to wish you all a happy thanksgiving shoot (laughs) a happy thanksgiving from our family to yours hopefully or if it's just a thursday for you happy thursday
1: yeah i I hope you find a reason to frolic and talk to your family anyway
0: yeah absolutely yeah give your family a, a shout every once in a while you know, a, sometimes a phone call can just brightens their day.
1: You got to keep them on their toes. You can't let them get complacent. <laughs>
0: exactly. But with all that being said, always remember, keep those dragon fangs sharp. Stay away from those fairy types. Ice types are pretty meh. And until next time, we will see you all in our next episode.
1: And, and this is actually it. So go for gold.